Hey mamas, we see you doing all the things like wiping the runny noses while washing the dishes, trying to schedule the doctor's appointment and still pay attention to that conference call. And then we see you feeling all the feelings, that sigh of relief at the end of the day when for at least 30 seconds, the house is completely quiet. The guilt you feel over the books that you didn't read or the kind words that you didn't say. We know that the collision between motherhood and mental health is a real thing and not enough people are talking about it. So come have a chat with us. Grab your favorite dinner that doesn't require you to do the dishes and take a seat on our couch. This is Takeout Sessions. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to Takeout Sessions, virtual sessions. If you hear a little bit of an echo, we just love you and thank you for hanging out with us. It's actually working, so we're going to go. <laughs> I'm like holding my breath over here. I'm like, I'm I know. I was like, speak, Jenna. You were I'm, there a second I'm ago. I'm praying it's working. <laughs> oh, we're going to get through all of the, you know, I've learned that really big podcast having like an entire production team. And Seriously? I, yeah. After this week, I understand why. So I'm not a good production team and it shows, but that's okay. We, we just appreciate you being here with us tonight. Yes. Since we're not together because of all the things that we've mentioned in previous episodes and won't bore you with again, we are just going to talk about the fact that praise the good Lord, the ice cream places are opening oh, back up again. Yes. Mr. Mr. Goodies. Mr. Goodies is open and I have zero shame. We have been there twice already. What? You went without oh, yeah. us? You were at the beach. Okay. That, that counsels that. <laughs> I mean, this is fair. This is fair. So the thing is though, if you go in March, you can get this wonderful thing. It's called a pot of gold Sunday, and it's like the best brownie Sunday ever. It's a brownie with like caramel sauce and they have these gold, I guess they're like, well, maybe they're walnuts. I, I don't know. There's some kind of nut, but they're like in this crunchy caramel stuff. It's so good. Plus like whipped cream and the stuff you normally find. So pot of gold Sunday <laughs> at Mr. Goodies is where it's at. But I am also just a fan and I forgot I still have half of mine in the freezer and that will be happening when we're done here. Uh, just a regular storm. They just have really good software. What is that? So it's like the concept of a blizzard. You get like whatever you want oh. kind of blended into it, but they have really good soft serve. So I think their storms are better than like Dairy Queen blizzards mm. personally. I'm team. I get my, I'm team um, chocolate frozen banana. Somebody came through while I was standing in line freezing to death last night and got a chocolate banana with sprinkles on it. And I thought of you. They're so good. I need to take a trip to Trader Joe's because they have the second best there. Just to kind of like, you can keep them in your own freezer and you don't have to go. Oh, good. But all the other ice cream places are opening up like within the next couple of weeks. So we'll be able to explore them all. I'm excited. So. It'll be good. Okay. I have some mom brain questions for you. Ooh. Do you like listening to podcasts? Not ours. <laughs> I know you won't listen to ours, but do you like listening to other podcasts? And if so, what do you listen to? I, so I don't listen to them often. I'm not going to lie. Um, I would say 
the one that when I do listen to it would be Jana Kramer, Wind Down. You do love her. I do. I really like her. I relate to her. Um, and she's very authentic and open. And I, I just – I love everything about her. Love everything about her. So if I do listen to them – and there was another one that you told me about. I haven't listened to it in a while. Oh. What are their names? There's no telling. The two girls. So many. Oh, yeah. Um, Past Chaos. The co-parenting Past Chaos. Yes. So I would I would listen to that one occasionally. But I – I truly had never really listened to podcasts at all prior to you. Before. You're like, we're, we're doing a podcast? What's that? I am a podcast junkie and I have them in like categories. So the way that other people probably categorize very normal things, I categorize my podcast. I have like pure junk podcasts that are purely for enjoyment and laughing and probably aren't appropriate to listen to with my kids in the car and I don't listen to those quite as frequently, but if I ever need to completely zone out, I love a good like junk podcast. <laughs> and then there's some that also may not be appropriate for my kids at times, but they're more of like educational. So I classify anything that's like for work, related to psychology, relationships. There's a really good one from local people called the partnership podcast that I like to listen to for some like just good material to talk about in sessions with people. And I also listen to ones about relationships and the co-parenting one. And then there's also like my homeschool mom podcast and they're like a separate little sect of things, but I really, really love them. And now you know way too much about my podcast life. We <laughs> shall move on now. I love that you had this them all was, categorized, though. This they me are. Up. They are. Yeah. You should know this, though. You should know I should. that I was going to have my podcast categorized. There, there's also other random ones. Like, I love Risen Motherhood, um, Tea Time with Sally. Like, there's some different – I guess those would be a separate category of, like – spiritual, religious Jesus ones, but okay. Sorry. Moving on. <laughs> Love a good podcast. Hopefully we're in your like top favorite category too. If you're listening to us, what is one thing that can instantly make your day better? Ooh, that's a tough one. It is, it is. but I thought it would be easy. I thought it would be easy. So mm. My love language is coffee personally. So if you bring me a coffee in any shape or form <laughs> or like a Joe Beans gift card or something that remotely looks like coffee or like I could go get Jenna <laughs> knows there will be days that I'm like <laughs> dying in back-to-back sessions and she's like, do you need a coffee when I drive through? And like I, personally, there's nothing else that you could do for me that makes me feel more loved. <laughs> All the coffee. <laughs> All the coffee. Sweet tea is a close second, but yeah, coffee. <sighs> I would say, see, that's the thing is, I would say if somebody brought me a sweet tea, that would. But please don't bring me a sweet tea. <laughs> absolutely, be a thing. But I'm trying so hard to stay away from sweet tea that I'm like, that would be the best thing in the world. But, um, I don't know when I, initially, like when you asked me that question, like. I think of what could set my day up well, and that's when I have yeah. a smooth morning. Oh, that's a good one. Like when things go according to plan, which is not all the time, but when I everybody's getting along in the morning, we get breakfast eaten, 
and we get in the car and we're having a pleasant conversation on the way to school, like that sets oh, that's off so a nice. really good day for me. That That's a really good, I think that's a really good one. I was going to say probably for you as your horses. That can instantly. Yes, that that could. Yes, if they were closer to me and I could I could get that more often, that would absolutely be my thing. A hundred percent. We're going to talk about being a mama bear and kind of this cute phrase that's on all the keychains and the sweatshirts. I, I personally love it. I think it's really cute. I have a mug, I think, that says mama bear somewhere. But it's the, it's this thought mm-hmm. process that we are the protector of our little cubs. Ironically, we have a cubby. We call him cubby. So where, I mean, where all those lines get drawn and all of those things, that's what we're going to talk about tonight and the things that kind of rile us up and make us feel really protective. So tell me, did you think as a first time mom that you would ever be a mama bear? Or were those the people that you laughed at behind their backs? Like, oh my gosh, I would never. I... I think it depends on the situation, but I think after, I think before you have kids at all, it's very difficult to comprehend that like innate protective, like love that comes for a child. Like there's no descriptive for it. I I, I don't even, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I don't think you, you, I don't think you understand it. Until you feel it. So true. I would say that with my first kid, I was more so like, oh, this is a cute sweatshirt. This is a cute mug. It says mama bear because I'm the mom. And then I didn't really, I kind of had, well, a lot of my stuff happened when she was like two and a half or three. And that's when I really was like, oh, no, I have to protect Mm -hmm. you. And that's where this, this comes from. And there's protective instincts that it's not that I like was completely unaware, but I think they took, they were a little delayed for me, but now they're here. Now Mm -hmm. they're here. So good luck, Chuck. I don't think mine like truly set in like that feeling that I'm talking about until Gray had his issues at school. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's what my next question was. What are the non-negotiables in your family that have caused you to have to advocate for your kids? So do tell. Oh. So uh, Gray was in preschool, and I love our preschool. Love, 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 love it. Um, but there was a little one in there that was essentially bullying Gray. Um, I forget what he had done, but there were several incidents um, that in- included some physical aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, I tried to kind of step back let them handle it, you know, not really get involved. But then it kept happening. And I could just feel this like inside of me, you better, you better figure it out. Yeah. Like you better figure it out and you better figure it out today and it better be fixed by tomorrow. I remember that day that you went up there and you essentially (laughs) said that. I was like, I was in Charlottesville (laughs) working. I do remember this. And I was like, Oh my Susan, I can't be coming to get you right now. I'm going to need you (laughs) to breathe through this and use use all your skills. (laughs) I did. And you did well. I did did well. You went in there and you were like, this is what you're going to do because this is not Mm -hmm. okay. And this is not going to happen anymore. 
And if it continues to happen, then like we're going to have a problem with my kid being here because he's getting he was starting to have like small panic attacks, right? Yes, he was. He was. He um, he did have he essentially did have a panic attack at school. Um, It's all that anybody could relate to it. And his personality changed there for a little while. Um, Not really wanting to go to school, which is not like him at all. Yes at all like he he loved it there when he was there um but yeah he was emotional and I was like something is not right and he's an emotional kid in general but this took it to another level and I was like we're not doing this this is not this is not how this we're doing the thing that we're going to do the issues for me have largely been around medical issues allergies like we have we have a consistent history of food allergies. And I fought those battles for myself for years. And then my kids have both had allergies and or food allergies to contend with. We didn't know about Annalise until she was four. But then we knew. And hers are environmental and food related. And Austin was born this way and was immediately like, so, it was so bad. It was just so bad to be trying to advocate for medical care of something that I truly believe was an issue and the doctors being like, there's like, we, we don't know what to do. He's just not gaining weight Mm -hmm. while also there's a global pandemic going on. And they're like, so he can't get sick because that's going to land him in the hospital on feeding tube. And I was just like, Oh my, it's so, so stressful. So advocating for that when we did find out what it's taken, there still needs to be a lot of work for me personally there to be able to kind of like process through all of that. But it's really kind of influenced how I handle family gatherings, social events, like people just people that don't have that kind of history, just like give your kids food and they don't think twice about it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes no matter how watchful you are, kids are just fast. (laughs) So that's been a Mm -hmm. big, huge issue for us. And then just kind of like creating rules in a way around that where like, you know, you don't take something unless mommy and daddy put it on your plate. Like we, we've had a ton of like feeding issues because of those things. And it just, it sounds mean to some people and they don't agree and they think that you're being too careful. So lots of mama bears, but you can't be too careful with those. You you cannot at all. Mm -mm. No. And, and that's, we'll probably do like a whole episode on feeding stuff at some point because we've both had some experience with that, but that's where a lot of my mama bear stuff came out. I think was like, no, like I know what's going on. I know my kid, this is a boundary. You have to listen to me because you're not going to be the one holding them in the emergency room if this goes South. So it's going to be me and I don't want to. So I want to keep them away from that so we don't have to go through it. So I think the issue with that is sometimes being a mama bear can create more stress for us because we're trying to think through the things and we're trying to pre-think the things and we're trying to think through all the consequences if we do stand up and advocate or draw this boundary. And Mm -hmm. it it can be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it it can. It's a lot of... You have to make some pretty big decisions in the moment when you're feeling like you have to be mama bear. Yeah. There's not a lot of time to pre-plan. There's not. There's not. Because some situations, like, you know, like, you're walking into and then some things, like, you're getting calls from the school and it's like, excuse me, what? What what just Uh, happened? 
it's hard being a mama bear. It is. It's not the not the easiest thing in the world. And I think the other thing too is that we're living in a time that's very like no one has blazed all of these trails before. So there there isn't necessarily you can't like go to Google and type in like how do I handle XYZ all the time. Sometimes you can, <laughs> sometimes there's not, and you're just having to like figure it out on the fly. So do you feel like you've ever missed an opportunity to advocate for your kids? I'm sure they've been there. I'm sure they've mm-hmm. been there at some point, but I can't think of any offhand. I, I'm kind of doing the same, and I know that there's something. I think I just used to be more, and a lot of this is based on pieces of my story and things that have happened. There have been things looking back with everything that happened to our family that I've looked back and I've been like, I wish I had drawn a tighter boundary. And Mm -hmm. it literally came from a place of not knowing any better at the time. But I think that is one of the things that we have to like keep those feelings in check. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. So when we look back and we're like, oh, I wish I had done this, you can get yourself into a deep, dark hole of like coulda, shoulda, woulda. But yeah, you, can. you have to kind of spin yeah. that and be like, no, this is a learning opportunity because now I know. And when we know better, we do better. And mm-hmm. when you know better, that stuff doesn't happen. It doesn't sneak up on you. Like you are confident in your decisions. You might still second guess yourself when you're by yourself or when you're talking to your disaster buddy at 1am, but (laughs) in general, like you can be confident in what you're doing in the moment. I think with the mama bear though, like as you're talking about that, I can think of like some situations um, when Corley was a baby um, where I feel like looking back on it, it could create a lot of mom guilt, Mm -hmm. like a lot of my mom guilt. Um, I, I don't know how much I've I've disclosed in the past, but Corley was a really, really big baby. Um, she was 11'6", um, but she lost a good amount of weight within the first three to four months of her life, mm-hmm. um, which also weren't the easiest three to four months of my life. Um, and I think there was probably some postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, like looking back on it. And I didn't pay as close of attention probably to some of the things that I should have. So I guess that could have been one of those like parts where I could have probably advocated for her more trying to find the formula that worked for her because we couldn't breastfeed anymore and none of the formulas were working. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but I do, I feel like that that can breed mom guilt if you focus on it too much. And it, it tunnels in into like all of this. Ultimately with that, you're putting so much pressure on yourself. Because as moms or dads, I think we do think that we're the ones who should know our kids best. Mm -hmm. And that could be completely, completely accurate. But it also doesn't mean that we know everything or we're Mm -hmm. supposed to be prepared for every situation. Mm -hmm. But again, like if you were to have another child who was going down that same path, you would know this time. You would 100% know. And because of everything that we went through with Austin, like any, any other kids that we have there, it's like statistically very low that they would not have a similar situation, but we'd know what to do. Like we would know the signs, we would be prepared for it. We'd be like, oh, so we're just going to start implementing X, Y, Z. 
it, it's it's so much there. It's so much there. And then I think with that too, you can kind of like second guess yourself on the back end of it. Like if you do draw a hard line, create a boundary, stand up for your kid, you can get home from said situation and be like, did I say that right? Did I effectively communicate my feelings? Did I come off as a crazy person? <laughs> like, <laughs> is my kid going to be permanently damaged because I pulled them out of, you know, XYZ activity? Mm -hmm. Ooh, really good point. Okay. I remember this now. It's all come back to me. We tried every single stinking sport there was for a two and a three and a four-year-old girl to be involved in. And that was just, it was a bit much. I was a bit of an overachiever. Poor Cubby. He <laughs> gets to hang out with me a whole lot. And there's just not, <laughs> there's some second child syndrome there. But anyway, we were doing gymnastics and she was in a class and she was not doing really good at like following the directions, staying in the line. So she would like to do all the activities and she loved going, loved going, but she just wasn't really good at like waiting her turn and listening for directions. So they had like a three strikes you're out rule and she was routinely getting all three strikes and not getting her prize at the end of class. And that was resulting in a meltdown because the teacher would talk to her as a three-year-old and be like, this is why you're not getting your prize. And she computed it, but she also could not relate it to things that had happened like 45 minutes prior. The final mm -hmm. straw for this came the day that she lost her prize because she fell down. She, they were walking in like a choo-choo train line to another activity and she tripped and fell. And she lost like one of her strikes for that and didn't get her prize. And I was like, hmm. No, no, like other things have been accurate in the past, but mm -hmm. that was a bit much. And I started honing in on it and noticing more of it, like very well intended person. I think that she literally meant well, and it got a little bit better at one point, but I was just like, this isn't a thing that we need to continue going through just mm -hmm. for the sake of being in an activity. And I pulled her and we didn't go back after that. And I felt really confident that in that decision because it it got to be something that I was dreading every mm -hmm. single week because I didn't know how it was going to end up. Yeah. Stressful. It, something that's not supposed to be stressful. Yeah. It's supposed to just be like a fun outlet for her. And it, it just was not ending up that way. Whatsoever. And it was probably stressing her out too. It probably was. I think she looked forward to going, but kids do get stressed when mm -hmm. they don't know what to expect, which is kind of one of the, I think one of the good things that we could say about being a mama bear. Again, if you're not going out and acting like a completely like postal person here, mm -hmm. but like giving them the understanding that like, I am your home base. I am going to advocate for you. Now you act a fool. There's probably going to be some consequences, but like, <laughs> I, I am your mom. I, just please see the season two sneak peek or no, we dropped it. It was called the cloud ain't my episode. Please see if you need to know what happens to children when they lose it in public at my house and me. It's great. That made me think of like when we're talking about this mama bear and us just not losing it because let's all, let's be real. We've all been there where we almost lost it. Yeah. But do you remember when one of them were saying, I cannot remember which one it was, but the pharmacy closed while I was in the drive-thru. Oh, yes. yes. I, th I think it was Coralie. 
Yes. Yes. I do remember that. I, and, and a lot of times mama bear comes out a little more heavy, I think with Corley for some reason. Um, but guys, she was very, very sick and she needed the medicine. She needed her medicine. I drove to CVS. We all know CVS closes at like eight, I think, or this one did anyway. So I drove up, I was there before eight and they were like, come back around and pick it up, but it's not ready yet. So I sit and I wait and I'm like, okay, well, they know I'm coming. So then I pull back around and lo and behold, they had closed. Oh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I was on the phone with you. Yeah, you were, you were, it was not a good time. It was not a good time for anyone. At that point I went in and they were trying to like shut the gates and I got under the gates. (laughs) Oh my God. You will not, you will not close this pharmacy. You will give, I don't even remember what I said to them, but I was like, I was mad. I'm pretty sure you were on the phone, but I was basically like, you're going to give me that medicine. I know you have that medicine. You told me to come back in five minutes and then you closed. Oh, the girl was in the parking lot. The woman who took the order was in the parking lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We all have our crazy mama bear moments. And I feel like that was probably one of them and probably pushed the limit just a little bit. Yeah. But my child needed their medication. And it wasn't like a thing. It was a breathing medicine for her. This mm-hmm. was the difference between getting through the night or going to the ER. Yes. There there are situations. And I think that really is like something that's – so our kids, when they know that we're advocating for them – so first of all, I think they really thrive in a situation where they know what the expectations are and let's be real – Sometimes we're a little bit like losing it at home too. We've all been there. So yeah, sometimes the routine doesn't look picture perfect the same, but I think generally when kids know what to expect, it's just a more peaceful flow of your daily life. But what I think Mm -hmm. when kids know too, that like their mama is going to come for them and stick up for them, it gives them a sense of security, Mm -hmm. not in a, you know, I'm going to bail you out of every dumb decision that you make kind of way, but in a, like, I will protect you. I will stand Mm -hmm. up for you and you, you're gonna, you're gonna be okay. We're going to work through these situations together. I think that's such a positive spin to put on things and Mm -hmm. just a place to kind of like leave specifically in like the world today. Cause lots of times we don't know what's going on from day to day. No. (laughs) And, And just like letting them know that this is what you can expect from me. Mm-hmm. However, you still have to like do your part too. Yes. So, and, and I think with that too, I kind of mean, I know we all grew up with the kid who was like, mom was like, oh, he never did anything wrong. If you're accusing him of something, it wasn't him. Like he smells <laughs> so good all the time. You know, those people, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like, you know, if you are being hurt, if you are being threatened, if you are in need of medical care, like we are going to get you what you need and we're going to protect you. I think that's very, very reassuring. So yeah, we, we all get our sweatshirts now after this, we all just need like a mama, a mama bear hoodie. They're actually the best. They're really, really soft usually. So (laughs) okay. All fun and crazy moments aside please listen to any episodes that you have missed because there are more of those in everything. If you would do us a huge favor and listen to us on Spotify for the next couple of weeks, we would so appreciate that. We're trying to meet a huge goal over there. But of course, you can still find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and all of your other podcast platforms. Yes. 
We also have polls now on Spotify that we're super excited about, but they will also be on our Instagram. Please let us know where you want us to eat and what you would like us to talk about. And we would love to check on those things for you. Absolutely. And remember guys, we're rooting for you. You can do this and we will see you next time.